and welcome to the Etail Business Podcast. This is podcast number 57 for February 23rd, 2017. I'm one of your hosts, William Sellers. I'm Michael Faisley. I'm Eric Malatesta. Jaden Cavanaugh. And I'm John Nettles. And um, today we're going to talk about something that we've recently um, kind of been through, we, we, we've done for our company. Uh, we are now known, in, in which when we talk about Etail Business, we're talking about more of the data center line of products. Um, for this discussion, I'm actually going to turn it over to John. John's been, John, tell us a little bit what you do. I think we've we've had you on a podcast before when we did our um, white paper on uh, small uh, guide to the cloud. So we want to talk to you, have you talk about a little bit about our the name change. What is that? Who is Etail Business? And what is powered by more? Okay. Yeah, so the last time I was on this show, I had hinted that we had some big changes coming uh, for 2017, and probably the biggest change is our name. Uh, prior, uh, you may have known us as Etel Business Venue, and before that, uh, for a lot of the history of this podcast, we were just Venue. Um, we really liked the name Venue, and we wanted to marry those two names, Etel Business, but there got to be a little bit of an identity crisis there. Um People will refer to us as one or the other internally. We refer to us one or another. Uh, we had different T-shirts, everything going on. Kind of wanted to streamline the brand there, and so uh, we asked a lot of people uh, who they knew. Uh, we talked to a lot of people internally, and we decided just to go with Etail Business. So that is the big announcement for today, um, but that is not the last exciting change we have. Uh, we have a lot of product changes, and we still have a lot of big public-facing uh, initiatives going on that I think uh, you will all love very much. So basically, when we talk, so this is encompassing. So we took what the brand name venue was, right, which was data center products, cloud backup and recovery, DR, uh, and we've 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 incorporated or we've merged. Uh, what we're doing with Etel from the standpoint of telecommunications. So now when we think about Etel business, we're thinking about cloud computing, backup and DR. We're thinking about telecommunications getting from internet, internet anywhere. Phone. phone. If, I'm getting to that. Yeah. TV. <laughs> you know, TV. TV. TV is the part of the business? We have TV. We yeah. have TV? Business wow. TV. We do. So basically we're streamlining what we're doing from a business technology uh, focus, right? Uh, we still do have the Etel residential side, right, which is encompassing um, uh, telephony to the home, home internet, uh, television, cable, security, security automation. home automation. Yes, yep. I'm getting that facing. So we've, we've, we're streamlining the two um, business groups, and we think that's really working well for, for ourselves, for business efficiency, as well as our customers. Now. One name. One name. Etel. One name shall unite them all. Etel business, right? Um, and then I've been seeing this on, I don't know if I've seen it on billboards yet, but powered by more. You may have. There are some digital billboards around town with this ad campaign running. So what is the, what is the, what is, what does more mean? What does more mean to me? <laughs> well, what it means officially is that, you know, some of our customers knew us as either the phone company and the internet company, where other venue customers knew us as the data center, backup provider, cloud company. So now we're trying to be we're trying to get the message across that we're more than just a provider. We we're more than just telephone, more than just internet. We do all of these things from soup to nuts. So we're kind of Correct. a one stop shop, is what you're saying. Exactly. Yep. I think that's cool. And I think it's always really good when you have a telecommunications company that is aligned with 
data center, right? And I think that works out well. And I think we're actually being very successful with marrying these two technologies and, and, and moving forward in one direction. So with that, we also have some other changes um, to our product names, right? So some of our major products, obviously, are Backup, Cloud, DR, uh, and we, we're re Branding. We've actually had some new products come into the fold, right? And we'll get to that in a second. But we're kind of changing some of the names, right? Well, and so, quite frankly, <clears throat> if I can say, I think some of our names were confusing in the past, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the names that we chose um, are maybe a little bit dated. And yes. Yes. Internally confusing as well as confusing to customers. I thought something like iBackup would be really cool. You know, you have your iPhone, no. iBackup. No? No. All right. No. So let's talk about our new name changes, right, or, and what we've got. So in the backup world, um, we talk about maybe our three cornerstone products. Backups by eVault, which is our restart IT product line. That has now been renamed as? Business Backup. Business Backup. Uh, and that encompasses uh, everything that had to do with eVault. So we had, well, you know, our eVault being our... Um, kind of our initial baseline backup product. It's agent-based to server or to vault. Um, that encompasses bare metal recovery, uh, plugins for SQL, SQL Server, exchange, Mail, SharePoint, and so on. Right. Um, so very, it's a very agent-driven backup system uh, and managed at the agent itself. Correct. And this also includes, so we talk about business backup, but it also has to where we can restore data to a cloud. Right. Now, this is not as snazzy as some of our other backup products or DR products, but because there is a recovery time, and that's not always a good word, fun word, is time to recover, right? We have other tools that better suit that. But we can recover people's data, whether they're physical or virtual, into our cloud platform with the backup business, with the business backup product. That's correct. Moving on, we've got uh, a relatively new backup product to us, right, that we've built to practice on, which is Veeam. Right, so we have, and we have Veeam both internal as well as external. So we can we can help you with a Veeam environment that is on prem to your environment. We can also take that on prem environment and we can back you up into the cloud. Correct, correct. And we can also back up your your cloud environment using Veeam. Coming oh, soon. Coming soon. Nice, I like that. So definitely, um, and Veeam is a really good product. Um, it kind of sort of marries a little bit of DR. And backup recovery, and I really shouldn't say DR. It's more quick recovery, or what they call instant recovery. So it eliminates that recovery time, right? I can take a backup and literally just power it on. High availability. High availability. Well, it's, right? it's not quite of, high availability. Not quite. Ads. We're, we're not quite tell you high what, availability. We should have a, and I think we are going to have a separate podcast specifically yes. on DR versus uh, AJA high availability. We're going to have that. And then we're going to have some other podcasts where we maybe bring in some vendors Great. at the same time. Yeah. And we have some really good discussion on that. Moving on, we have a product called Rubric. Rubric is also a um, virtualized – oh, by the way, Veeam, uh, only in the virtual world, right? Hyper-V, VMware, local backups on-premises, also off-site backups to our cloud platform. Uh, Rubric is a very similar product um, where Rubric – where Veeam really is software only, and you have to do a little bit of work designing the solution with your storage repositories and you know worker applications and data removers. Rubric is actually one piece of hardware. It's one SKU that gets put in a rack, 
and the customer sets it up, and they fire and forget it. And I shouldn't really say forget it because you never. And then it really has the ability as well to back push up secondary copies to the cloud into remote uh, replication of another rubric as well. Correct. What is the, the, the SKU? Sorry, the, a SKU is the what single is purchase line, right? So when you buy Veeam or one of these other products, you're going to buy multiple different things with which oh, to do. SKU. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. So yes, the SKU. The the big differentiator between Rubrik and Veeam, I think Will would uh, agree with me on this, is that Rubrik is designed to work in large environments, 300 VMs or more, right? Um, not saying it won't work in a smaller environment, but the price range. Oh, is it two hundred? Okay, we'll, we'll go with two hundred. It, it depends. As many things in in the IT world, and you'll agree with me. Right. There's two words that or trump everything. It's called it depend. It depends. That's correct. And it depends really on the number of work VMs you have, how much storage. What are those VMs doing? What are those workloads doing? Are they very busy? Are they not very busy? What applications are they running? So it really depends on what's the best fit. What is the solution that right. would dictate what type of tool we use? And we help with that. Right. But we, I think with with good conscience, we can say it, it might not be the best fit for 50 or less VMs. That's correct. So That's correct. So that's the big difference. And, and honestly, and, and as, as me and now in the pre-sales engineering role, I'm, I'm talking to clients a lot about this and hearing more about what appeals to them, what appeals to clients. And there's clients that fit both of these products, and we can help guide that that discussion. However, Rubrik uh, and v- Veeam are it's, when we move away from business backup based on Evolt, we move into ba- business backup Pro, which is the Veeam and Rubrik offerings powered by Veeam and Rubrik. Right. Okay. Just so you know, we're trying to make our product names simple and clear as to what they are, which I guess wasn't always done in the past. I think we should color code <laughs> our backups. So you then I want. You know, Burgund- Burgundy. Burgundy. <laughs> but anyway, so we move away from backups into cloud. Okay, so um, our cloud platform, which has been running for several years. When did we first launch cloud, Eric? I mean, I mean, early officially, as you know, cloud probably 2011. 2011. However, yeah. as you know, Will, you bought, you built yourself a VMware platform based, multi tenanted environment. In 2006, five. So I, we've been running at venue at, at Etel Business. We've been running a cloud since the early 2000s. Correct. But when we talk about this product, we're talking about our yeah. We're talking about our foundation in VMware. So VMware ESXi, our virtualized infrastructure as a service. On up, right on up into vSphere, v Cloud Director, which is our cloud portal. The name that we used to have was Venue Cloud, and we're now simply moving that from Venue Cloud to just Cloud. Yes. And uh, that makes sense for a lot of customers. Uh, I think that's the easy, you know, it's a very easy transition between names, and it's very easy for our sales and and team to go out and talk to clients about these products. So, Jaden and John, this is kind of a question for you guys. <clears throat> In the marketing material that we're going to be releasing to customers, are we still going to reference the old names at all for, like, legacy customers or are we just completely getting rid of them completely getting rid of them we do have a transition document for our sales force though if they need it gotcha so if you're listening to this on all your statements and the websites and all the signage you'd expect to see all these new names coming in uh the data center is going to be changing and you won't probably i doubt you'll be seeing the word venue anywhere 
Yeah, I think that just makes sense. We, we're, we're, we're Etel business. Correct. And we're fine with that. As many times I'll say it's not the, the name that makes the company. Mm-hmm. It is the work we do, the people who we are, that actually brings the solutions to the clients. Yeah. And that's what's most important. That's the high order bit for that. So that, those are our major na- – oh, we have one more. I'm sorry. I almost forgot about DR. Um, so DR, and, and what I'm talking about that is our product that is based on Zerto. This is our disaster recovery to cloud solution we've been running for a couple of years now. I think historically that had the worst name. What was the name? Oh, like, I Restart IT plus VM. Yes, it was. So yeah. I think I'm the only one that knew that, that name. It looks like somebody's password. So we have a cheat <laughs> we have a cheat sheet that we give to all the internal you know or people that has them all mapped out, right? But yes. they're actually a pretty self explanatory explanatory. So yeah, restart IT plus VM, VM was our Zerto product. Yeah, that even confused me. Hmm. Um, so what we're doing is we're changing that to just replication DR powered by Zerto. Um, yeah, same the, product. Same, same product, same kind of thing that we did with Veeam and Rubrik. And the reason why we're doing this is it's very descriptive. When a person talks about Veeam, it's in the name of right, our product. Yeah. When they talk about Zerto, it's in the name of the product. So it's very easy for a customer to go look at either a website or documentation and see what we're doing and really understand the product. So I think that's all of our major changes. Uh, do we have anything else, or is that just that was, those was the cornerstone products? That's it. Okay. So the next thing we're going to talk about, which uh, we kind of were, were throwing around some topics, and we want to talk about kind of shifting gears here in terms of trends. Uh, what are some of the trends that we're seeing in business technology these days? Okay. And uh, two of them we'll talk about is really trends in cloud or cloud computing. And what are we pe- what are we seeing people, you know, especially as we go out and talk to customers, what are we seeing people um, adopt or look towards, right? And so what are we seeing as trends? And we'll, we'll open this up as, you know, roundtable discussion. What are some of those trends that we're seeing? Um, I think we're seeing more, more, more and more people adopt really cloud becoming – name place right in mm-hmm. in everything someone does it's yeah. really no longer um having your virtualization stack in your office or definitely physical servers i mean i i, I very rarely walk into a place and they're not just maybe well, surely a, the a name cloud is becoming more of a household term right exactly so, to the mo- to the point of when people ask me what i do i often say well you've heard the term cloud well, I'm in the cloud business, right? So, oh, you're a meteorologist. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, th- I think that this term is becoming accepted at home nowadays. Correct. Uh, and, and 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 so, the idea of what's going to happen trends in cloud. Well, cloud's going to probably become a big place, and it's going to be the, the fastest growing mm-hmm. compute platform over the next ten years. It used to be something that really only IT shops understood, and now in consumers are you know. They, yeah. they see it on commercials. They see it on – And definitely like the small business, right, uh, they are adopting this so quickly, right, because mm-hmm. they don't see the need for going and buying hardware and managing storage and managing compute Invest and a lot networking. Of capital. Yeah. And a lot of capital, it's more like, hey, I'm going to just go subscribe to a platform and mm-hmm. run my workloads. And when I don't need them anymore or want to change providers, they can do that very, very easily. Were you going to say something? I have a question. How how much of our customer base is in the cloud now, would you say, or virtual? That is a good question. I heard over 50%. I would that say true? that's probably true, maybe not even more. Um, and when you say cloud, I would say 
I wouldn't say it depends on how we define Hybrid. cloud. But yeah. yes, in, in, in I think most of our clients, 50% of them are probably in some way, shape, or form utilizing cloud of some kind. I would say definitely a higher percentage is using virtualization, which is the corner foundation of all cloud, right? right? So I would say if we look at who's using virtualization, I would say probably 90%. Yeah, probably. I mean, wow. I'm really going to say almost 100%. And that's so different from just a few years ago where you still had people that were like, well, I don't want to do virtualization because I'm just going to use it for lab or DR testing. And now people are running workloads in virtualization, which means they're running it in cloud. Absolutely. So definitely see that becoming a commonplace. I definitely see people like um, adopting cloud solutions like Office 365 for email and um, hosted applications. I see Amazon AWS you know, that whole stack of products being becoming more and more popular. The same thing with Microsoft Azure. Um, so I think, you know, we, we do a good job at, at keeping abreast on these technologies and finding places that we can leverage these technologies for our customers. Absolutely. You so, know? And, and all those all those products are great products. Um, and, and each one used for the right reasons are great tools. Correct. And even though something, we when we work with a customer, they may or may not be technically inside the data center. But as long as we're providing solutions from them, it allows us much more freedom to use whatever technology that best fits the customer need. Yeah. So that's something we're very excited about. And I think, you know, the trend in cloud will, will, is obvious going to be anything, anything and everything, your desktop, your storage. I mean, we're already doing storage with our pictures from our phones. Mm-hmm. You know, all that is, is the trend is going to be very uh, seamless integration between you and what is considered cloud today. Yes. And, and all those products that we, we use today will basically be virtualized in, in a cloud of some kind. Yep. Yep. Whether it's your own personal cloud or it's a, it's a public cloud, that can be debated. But I have a cloud at home. I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so other trends, and this is another something. So John had come up with some really good topics about, you know, what, what, are, what are other trends that we can look at? And one of the ones that I think piqued our interest and Michael, you might you were you're interested in this is really trends in the mobile office, correct? Right. And what does that mean? What is the mobile office? Because uh, you know, as John was saying, we're seeing this more in media. We're seeing this more on in, in information um, o- online um, surveys and things like this. Tell us about the mobile office and, and what are some things you see as trends? Yeah. So I mean, in order to talk about the mobile office, we we need to try to think back to what uh, a traditional office setting is like you know people sit there they have their desktop they have their you know traditional hard desk phone sitting next to them as time has gone on and especially a trend that's that's starting to be seen in in businesses people don't want to be tied to their office desk at all times they don't want to have to be on a call and well i can't get up from my desk because i'm on this call and Mm -hmm. for those of you that listened to the last podcast where we talked about our hosted business phone solution we talked about something called Accession, which is a soft phone. And basically what that is, it's a piece of software that runs on your desktop or laptop or mobile device that basically emulates a phone, much so, like Skype or something like that. Um, but this is a you know enterprise-level phone. So what you're saying is we really shouldn't be sitting in this little cube office doing this podcast. We should be on the beach, right? Is what you're saying we, should, we could be doing? Yeah, and everybody it, it, should be on their own separate beach at that. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> it gives you a we lot of freedom. To, we can all go to the beach together and do a podcast. Sure. Yeah. 
um, it gives you a lot of freedom and mobility. You're you're not tied to a single location. Mm-hmm. You can uh, pick up your laptop, be on the phone, walk down the hall, go into a conference room, and much, still be much on like what happened years ago with with your files. Mm-hmm. That became electronic, right? And we started filing them on servers, and then servers became virtualized, and then virtualized servers became clouds and whatnot. Yeah. The same thing is happening in the office space with other products, your desktop and your phone. So what we're talking about now with a session is this ability to take your phone, your office phone, and take it anywhere with you. And this is a good thing, maybe? <laughs> oh, absolutely it's a good thing. So you know, you're, think- you're going to be able to take calls. You're going to be able to differentiate between calls for your office versus your personal. And you're going to be able to make phone calls from your personal phone that will go through your office number so that you're going out as who you want to be portrayed as. So when, I, go, when I call to one of our clients or I call to one of my vendors, I want them to know me as – uh, Etel business. I don't want them to know me as Eric Malatesta right. because I'm calling on behalf of the company. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. the same thing these mobile devices and these smartphones and soft phones can give us is the ability to become my my office personality when I need to be. Another reason why soft phones is, is something that's good is mm-hmm. it allows us more unified communication. So it's not just I'm talking to you through verbal communication. I can send you instant messages and and things like that through the soft phone app. Um, some soft phones actually incorporate email and things like that. So so it's it's really um, uh, a diverse method of communication. Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah, yes, I think I, I think. We're going to see more and more, I mean, you know, mobile, and, and you've heard the term BYOD, and mm-hmm. bring your own device. Uh, and right now, I think the compute platform of choice is almost a, a phone, right? And and we've actually yeah. gone into customers recently, you know, our, our, our sales engineer goes in to, to talk about our uh, hosted business phone product and does a site survey. Um, and the customer says, I don't want any desk phones. I, yeah. I want all soft phones. Um, to to have that freedom to be able to take a call from your desktop and then transfer that call to your cell phone if you need to get out of the office real quick. Exactly. And even, um, yeah, you, you know, when you talk about BYOD, it gives more freedom to the, the, the knowledge worker, right, of what devices they can use. As long as it's in a approved device list, it gives them the freedom to go, whether it's an iPad, I, you know, iPad, iPhone, Android, whatever, it just opens up a lot of a lot of possibilities, and also That's gives right. more choice to the person who's doing the work. Yep. That's right. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think soft phones are untethering from the actual office mm-hmm. and letting people have more freedom. So it's a good thing. Absolutely. Um, any other tr- – before we move on, because that's really – this podcast might be a little short this week. Any other trends that we see in just, you know, in the in IT and enterprise that um, that is of interest? Uh, can't really think of any right now, but what other – I mean, there's hundreds of them. There's you hundreds know, of them. So, the, 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 I think cloud is a big deal. Um, and I know we just mentioned it a lot, but there are so many levels and facets of, of cloud and what can be considered cloud. And we'll get into that discussion in a future podcast where we talk about cloud and all the different offerings of cloud and flavors. Yeah. But, I mean, if you if there's anything that we can make clear is that if it can be done at your desk, it can now be done at the cloud, and it can be done at a mobile office as well. Yeah. So these yeah. two things are they're kind of tied together, and they're what are going to make they're going to be the future of business, whether we want it to 
or not. Yeah, and actually you're, you, you hit upon a good point. And a lot of times, as you were saying earlier, it's like people talk to you about cloud, and you say, I'm a cloud administrator, and they kind of scratch their head and they go, okay, what is that? It doesn't necessarily mean cloud computing or infrastructure as a service, right? And, and what we do here at the present for, for, for retail business is infrastructure as a, as a service, right? And that builds our cloud. But as we start progressing and start looking at more of these trends that we're looking at, this could turn into anything that is an IT business mechanism being cloudified, whether if it's infrastructure as a service, platform as a service, disaster recovery as a service, all this really yeah. is from These are basic, your, basically your tools to make your business successful. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, with that, that's it for this podcast. Uh, we definitely uh, will be coming back to you in about two weeks with some more uh, good content, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, if you listen to us on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, please rate us. We'd love to hear from our from our listeners. Uh, and you can also um, check us out at etailbusiness.com. All right, that's it for this week. Take care. See you in two weeks. Yeah.